going to do that. Ain't got time. If you would tonight, I was just uh, reading and studying this afternoon, and uh, in the book of Acts, I love the book of Acts. By the way, uh, a lot of people said the book of Acts is the Acts of the Apostles. No, it's not. It's the Acts of the Holy Spirit, and that's what it's all about. But I'd like to read, if you would please, in Acts chapter 26, beginning in verse 1. Acts chapter 26, verse 1. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Thou art permitted to speak for thyself. Then Paul stretched forth the hand and answered for himself, I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee, touching all the things whereof I am accused of the Jews, especially because I know thee to be expert and all customs and questions which are among the Jews. Wherefore I beseech thee to hear me patiently. My manner of life from my youth, which was at the first among mine own nation at Jerusalem, knew all the Jews, knew all the Jews, which knew me from the beginning, if they would testify that after the most strictest sect of our religion I lived a Pharisee. And now I stand and am judged for the hope of the promise made of God under our fathers, under which promise our twelve tribes, instantly serving God day and night, hope to come, for which hope sake, King Agrippa, I am accused of the Jews. Pray with me, please. <laughs> Heavenly Father, as we read these verses and we think about the people today and what they want in religion, Lord, we ask you, tonight now to open our eyes that we can see these truths as taught here in Jesus' name. Amen. One of the things that got me thinking about this is trying to convince people or trying to uh, not convince people but trying to witness to people of different religions. And uh, I, I know one uh, couple that I have witnessed to I don't know how many times that's uh, in a different religion, and they wouldn't change no matter what. They're going to stay in that religion, and that's what they call it. Now, I do believe this. Uh, religion has took more people to hell than anything else. And uh, if you look in verse 5, it's that Paul said, After the most strictest sect of our religion, I lived a Pharisee. Now, Paul was one of the most religious men of his time. Yet we knew at this time, as he's talking about here, Paul was not saved. He was everything there was against Jesus. So we know religion is a bigger tool to prevent people from going to heaven than it is to get them there. We know men, and I mean all men, are going to worship something. For instance, the Hebrew has his Talmud, the Chinese has his Confucian, the Japanese has his Buddha, Mohammedism has his Koran, and you can go on and on, and there's so many religions. There are hundreds of different denominations. You have the Jews and the Catholics, the Church of God, the Church of Christ, and the Methodists, and 13 different Baptists, and, and you can go on and on of different denominations. Now the question is, which religion is right? 
The word religion is only mentioned in the Bible five times. Think about that. Five times. And here in Acts 26 and verse 5 is one of those times. Notice what the Bible says about religious people. Go back in the Bible now in Ezekiel 33, verse 31 and 32. For with their mouth they show much love, but their heart goeth after curses. They hear thy words, but they do not do them. Titus 1 and verse 16 says, They profess that they know God, but in word, words they deny him. In 2 Timothy 3 verse 5 says, Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. In Matthew chapter 6 and verse 5, or chapter 1 and verse 5, Jesus said, Love, love to pray, that they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that it may be seen of men. The word religion, most of them, carries with it the idea that they want to do something to be seen of somebody. Religious. They want to be called. I'm a very religious person. I ask people all the time, just questioning people to try to get their attention where I could talk to them about the plan of salvation. Uh, do you know you'll go to heaven when you die or not? And I'll form it in some words that, uh, that I can get them to understand it. And they'll come back with a, well, I'm very religious. And I go to church, and uh, they'll mention they go to church, they read the Bible, they'll do all kind of things that they put in a religious category. Now, what I want to show you tonight is what is the most popular religion in the world today. Uh, four things, very quickly. People want religion that does not insist. Popular religion does not insist on, for instance, repentance or a change of mind. Yet Jesus said, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Now I got news for you. The Bible insists upon repentance. You cannot go to heaven without it. And so... They, most people though wants a, a religion that does not insist I got to change anything. I, I can I can be just like I am and go to heaven. No, you can't. You got to repent of your sins and turn from those and come to Christ. Popular religion does not insist on regeneration. Now, notice yet the Bible says you must be born again. So you've got to be. That's a, that's a, a insistence upon God. He said you must be born again. Popular religion does not insist on a burning lake of fire. They don't want to mention fire. So popular religion, people that want a religion that they'll go to and sit under, listen to, don't mention hell to me. I was talking to a man not long ago, and I was talking about hell, and he said, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to think about that. Well, you better think about it because it's one of them. In other words, then, talk about these things, laugh about these things, but just don't insist upon these things. Popular religion does not involve. Popular religion does not include the book without error. The Bible is God's infallible, inspired, unerred Word of God. There's no error in this book. Secondly, it does not include... The blessed hope. The blessed hope 
of all believers is that Jesus is coming back for His own. There's going to be a rapture of the church. Popular religion does not include blood atonement. Leviticus 17 and verse 11, though, says, The life of the flesh is in the blood. You know what he's talking about? You can't live without the blood atonement. It's just that simple. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19, You were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but with precious, the precious blood of Christ. In other words, you can't buy your way into heaven. You must be redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Cleansing of sin involves blood, period. And it's Jesus' blood. Popular religion does not interfere. It does not interfere with pleasures, customs, habits, jobs, familiar plans, uh, uh, family plans, and you could go on and on. As we were going home today, there was a couple of ladies cleaning up a, a, a lot there close to the house, and they were so hot, and they were sitting on the edge of the curb, and I stopped. And I said, hey, you ain't going to get it done sitting there. <laughs> and they laughed and said, we sure not. It was hot. But what gets me, they ain't even thinking about church. They ain't even thinking about God. They all they all, and this is Sunday, God's day, and they're out there working up storm and sweating and carrying on. They don't even include God. Popular religion lets men be, do, go, when and where he wants to, without any interference. Now, most people want a religion that they can put on and take off like a coat. Put it on in church, take it off, hang it up all during the week, and put it back on Sundays. Popular religion does not include uh, obligation and responsibility. Yet David said, Shall I make sacrifice of that which cost me nothing? You know what he's talking about? He's talking about giving to the work of the Lord. And he simply says a sacrifice is given to support the work of the Lord. And he said, I'm not going to give to the work of the Lord. It's something that don't cost me nothing. That's sacrifice. You have to sacrifice to do that. True Christianity includes responsibility. We're responsible for cleanliness. A clean heart, a clean mind, and clean hands. We're responsible for concern. We're to have burdens for others around us. We're to be interested in other people's welfare. Just simply care for others, not self all the time. We're responsible for our conduct or our behavior. And would to God, and I want to say this very sternly, would to God true Christians today would be concerned for other people's souls and their welfare. Now that's true Christianity. I loved, just like I said this morning, I called Glenn Gibbons the other day. I've been real concerned about him. To me, that was a joy to hear that he's free of cancer. Amen? I mean, what a joy just to hear him. Uh, he's a brother of mine in Christ. And I, I hear so many great things happening to people. I want to I'll pray for them. I want to see God do something for them. I'm concerned for them. Amen? And when I hear something like that, it, it thrills my soul. True Christianity is not a religion. It's Christ. True Christianity worship God through the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ our Savior from sin. True Christianity is real. It's not a put on. 
and take off anytime you feel like it. Now, I thank God, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, and I thank God for Him every day of my life, and I worship Him. Amen? Not some kind of religion. And I'm so tired of hearing people talk about religion, and you, you, you ask somebody, uh, do you know you go to heaven? Yeah, I'm a Methodist. I've been baptized. Or I'm a, I have more, listen to this, I have had more Baptists tell me, well, I got baptized. I'm going to heaven, I got baptized. That ain't got nothing to do with you going to heaven or not. And you think of the number of religions in the world, they'll give you some reason they go into heaven had nothing to do with the Bible. That's religion. And what I love about our church and, the, and what the Bible teaches is we teach Christ and Him crucified. Not a religion. We teach Christ. I want people to be directed to Him. Amen? For salvation. Now, I don't want to take long tonight. I, I was going to say it. I won't keep you no longer than King George III kept his fourth wife. <laughs> but I won't say that. But anyhow, it's been a good day. It really has. I've enjoyed today. Just just being here, being my family, and just I'm so glad I'm saved today, aren't y'all? Stand with me, would you please? Heavenly Father, you've been good to us all day long. And Lord, we thank you for even tonight. Help us to keep our mind on uh, you, Lord, the person, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, our God, and not religious order and not church, and not uh, something that takes away from your holy name. Help us to keep our minds steadfast on you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being here tonight. Take care of somebody before you go, please.